Hello everybody and welcome back to the Classic Quest Podcast. This the show where we break down the classic hip-hop albums, mm-hmm. track by track. Give our thoughts and opinions on every single song and skate. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend Bonnie. And I'm, I want to start this off by asking why your dingling is in the milk. Because today <laughs> we are talking about Helter Skelter's album. Nocturnal. I mean, yep. they got some vampire-looking stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's more nocturnal than it is, you know. It nocturnal. feels like this should have been like, like around Halloween, like, or like as we're like getting into mm-hmm. autumn, because I feel like autumn is like a good time to like, so, you know, have creepy situations. We, we can consider this this Patreon request mm-hmm. from Mr. Coney Sparks, the same guy who got the bodied review. Um, so you should check out the bodied review that we did. Uh, he um, asked us to do this album, so we are doing this album, and I think it kicks off Halloween season. Who cares? Who cares if it's more than a month away? That's what's up now. It's Halloween season. Thank you, Helter Skelter and Coney Sparks. Anyway, we care a lot about y'all. We understand who we are. We look, we look around the room. We see what it is. We just people who start reviewing albums one day, and we just keep doing it. We're like, we're not going to stop because if Anthony Fantano can be the world's biggest music nerd as an individual, we can be the collective version of yeah. Fantano. Yeah. Nerd. Um, anyway. <laughs> so on that note, though, we recognize that there's a huge chance that y'all know way more about Helter Skelter than we do. Y'all know more about Sean Price than we do. So <laughs> uh, rest in peace, by the way. I feel like it's appropriate. Yeah. Um, and then... On that note, we care a lot about your comments and what you have to say. And we encourage you to leave those comments for the betterment of us and the review in general. Mm-hmm. And on that note, sometimes we like to read our favorite comments of last week's video. And of last week's video on The Roots Organics, Lundell left a wonderful comment about the freestyle nature of everything. It was very, very cool. But now we're going to read one of my, I don't want to say least favorite comments, but a, a different comment type. Pop fan for life and like eight other accounts have been uh, kind of spam posting comment so-and-so by Nick Natelli. Now I listen to Mr. Nick Natelli for a quick minute. I was actually, I get curious. Uh, it's all right, but like, yeah. So we got all these little spam review requests sometimes that come through and I don't know, maybe you'll like Nick Natelli. I don't have a lot to say about it really. It's just, I bet on this very review, because it's been like a recent thing, and mm-hmm. the, I don't know, it's probably a bot, or it's a person with like nine accounts who's pretending like it's a whole bunch. Like if you, okay, here's a quick lesson on fake commenting, 101. Every account needs a personality, right? Like this guy typos, this guy only uses use, like make it up, man. Like, you know what my problem is, is it's so lazy. You're not creative enough. Like it's just so lazy. Like you're talking to a guy who part of my day job understands the nuances of how to fake review things like it's something is a real thing that's out there and you're just doing it bad and i guess that's my problem with it if you have a different picture and a different name on it and you type in exactly the same formatting and style well it's you like i mean i can tell when it's you because you're clearly not trying or you're a bot not effective create personas for each of these people you have gosh you'll actually maybe make it look like some people's checking it out and layer that man like it doesn't make sense that the same request comes in the course of an hour from eight accounts like come on 
That doesn't even happen with famous people on this channel. So how is it this random ass person, you know, like, I'm just saying, grievance done. That's the kind of show this is. I mean, I'm not going to grieve in so I held a skeleton, but I just sometimes want to respond to the comments and it's fun to do it at the beginning. Yeah. Even I if, mean, they are pretty annoying because it's pretty obvious, like, what's going on. Like. In theory, and we can just segue here, it's part of the Patreon if you really want a freaking album reviewed, throwing it out there like Coney Sparks did on this very review, mm -hmm. just throwing it out there. Uh, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Some Like Dusty uh, uh, Dusty Clips can yep. contest to the fact that we reviewed his album. He didn't have to do that Persistency pays off. And there have been many people on this channel that know that straight up over the course of the comments can say that we've just done it because it's cool and we, you know we respect that but if you're gonna come at me with the damn review thing just just freaking pay me and i'll do it it's that simple like i mean what am i supposed to say if you go through patreon i don't have a choice mm -hmm. on that note they're all awesome so special thanks to the patrons <laughs> it's milk no damn see chris prado jonathan barks dj black yep. hurricane linda williams and coney sparks to be fair i don't really expect anybody to sign up for that it's just the, not even like the genuine request it's cool it's the obvious you're a marketer trying to get me to cover your your stuff in a fake you're getting out of it kind of way like come right. on dude. yep i hope y'all i really hope y'all just understood that this wasn't at fans that guy's not a fan that guy didn't watch my video that guy just commented on the last six of them with like fake accounts so that's a difference anyway even if you're not a fan you can hate you can be a hater you can be anything it's just those guys are the worst i digress what album are we talking about today? Well, again, we are doing Helter Skelter's Nocturnal album, which came you didn't out. Say it correctly. What? Nocturnal. Nocturnal. Thank you. Um, I feel like uh, House Bunny. If anybody knows that movie, um, I bet Lindell Williams knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, this came out June 18th, 1996. So it's a nice, uh, old school kind of a vibe. Um. I know that Helta Skelta is on a list of people I feel like we should have covered by now. Mm -hmm. um, I I feel like also this is a, just to let you know the part of the show where we like to contextualize our familiarity with the artist and the reason for that is specifically um, we can't realize that the longer and more the longer you've listened to an artist and the more you've heard an album the more connected you become to it meaning that y'all who have been bumping this from the mid 90s is going to feel a very powerful and deep connection to the album in a way that myself who has listened to it for about a week um not even a week maybe a, a tops like i could not really possibly have caught all the nuances and the things that go into it and i, I just think it's fair for y'all to be aware of that going into this because i understand especially when we're talking about guys with this level of magnitude in their like stature and skill and whatnot that might sometimes come off like we're being a little disrespectful or whatever we just open about the ignorance if for me this is yeah. new yeah i'm looking at this from a 2019 lens with my limited understanding of it all however i do know who sean price is uh because we i reviewed um the album he did with small professor and i can't i can't remember the name of it i feel like there was an 88 in it or something either way small professor like retweeted that and whatnot and he like hearted it and he like shouted it out for a quick man i thought that was super cool 
Either way, that was a posthumous release from Sean Price that came out this year, early this year, I think. And I discovered in that moment that dude is a lyricist, like in a way that like I felt stupid for not having got to him. And then a whole bunch of time went by, so I feel doubly stupid for not having got to him sooner. Mm-hmm. Still, I had, I guess, some real like curiosity, right? Because I got to hear like, let's say the end results of his career on like, um, you know, just kind of the more finessed grown up version of who he is. Yep. And then this is like the, the beginning parts of it all. Like I know that he was in the boot click camp boot boot camp click boot something yeah uh bcc we'll just go with that yeah um before having them this was like they were apparently like the standouts if i'm not mistaken like they had some distinction going on the voices and then this album came this was their big debut and uh i don't know that's that's about all i got up to this point what about you how how do you know them before this point um i did a, a lyrical breakdown um on sean price's mess you made um, so I did that, and like in doing like research for uh, lyrical, lyrical breakdowns, um, I have come across um, this album before, particularly one song which I'll mention later on, um, and and I recognized it right away just because like the cover is so unique, um, and so as soon as I like looked it up to like you know check out what the album that was requested i was like oh i know this one like i've seen this cover before i'm like this is something that like i'm familiar with um do you want to talk about the the cover it's awesome yeah it's like this really cool so they're like vampire dudes with green eyes love it i mean i don't know what else there is things to be saying yeah because they're like hanging upside down like bats which are nocturnal animals sorry one of them's got green eyes, green shirt. One of them's got red eyes, red shirt. They look like vampire dudes. But it's like fun and kind of like stylish or whatever. It's a very unique cover. But on the other hand, they're totally just upside down and corny vampires. And I say corny because a lot of this stuff comes off awesomely corny in the 90s. But, but on the other hand, cool. it really appeals to the geek in me. Like, I love this cover. This might be one of the best album covers I've come across on the channel. Mm. All genres of music we talked about. This is awesome. This is the type of like I want to produce something that looks that awesome. I don't and think I could. And it sets the tone, like in the mood, like right away. Just looking at it, like you kind of like know it's got you're gonna get like a kind of creepy of, feeling. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That I don't think I can achieve in life. And I really like it. And then the trees and shit in the background, all dark and snowy, and like looks like Montreal in the middle of the night. It does. That looks like some Montreal-ass uh, trees. Oh, okay. I mean, the snowiness, the, the barrenness, the cold that's coming. Yeah. Six months of awful. Yeah. Either way, I like it. And then the album's called Nocturnal. Nocturnal. Anyway, uh, <laughs> which has, like, a clear horror, dark theme going on to it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure if the cover made me believe that they're going to be, like, hardcore or horrorcore. Or just something different. I, my brain had me at something different. Like I don't know like what I, I was knew really it was exp- going to be creepy because looking at it, you kind of get like that kind of like feeling. But at um, the same time, I didn't think it was going to be creepy. But like, I mean, often people are like, you know, if they're doing like Halloween kind of, well, not Halloween kind of stuff, but like creepy kind of stuff. Like there'll be like bats and this kind of like type of an animal, and it fits with I mean, the theme it fits of with like the nighttime, the nocturnal thing. And so like you know what, like the you know creepy things come out at night, and you know so. It's like nocturnal. It's like all like the creepy things that are gonna be, you know. I totally get all that. I still just it's just the the Christmas colors. 
Yeah. It kind of takes away from because they're cool. You can all tell they're just of like the yeah, creepiness, whatever. right? So I feel like the it glowing eyes is a bit much. It's awesome. That's my favorite part. I like the outfit. I might one day steal the glowing eyes, and then I'll, I'm gonna credit that I took the idea from here. But damn, it's such a great idea, and it's like it we'll doesn't. We'll dress up as them for Halloween. Love it. Love and it. see if anybody knows who that is. Right, let's. <laughs> Let's move on from that. Yep. Um, the first song is called Intro, Here We Come. I suppose when you hear Rock's voice on this track, you're like, that's No, kinda... no, no, no. First of all. It's kind of horror-y. The song starts off with, what the hell was your dick doing in the milk, man? I thought we already covered that. You mentioned it at the beginning, but that's, this, is, this is literally how the whole album starts. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> and and then, it's clearly like you know it's kind of going to be fun. So my like favorite right part of that is the genius annotation from a name I can't really say because it's got a certain phrase in it. Um, it's basically anyway. Uh, it says don't knock it till you try it, or like a picture of a milk gallon. I mean, you just have that visual there. So if you do happen to go to the Genius Lyrics page, I recommend clicking on that annotation and you're like, that's some wonky stuff, man. Don't do it. Don't do and it, then, guys. Here Is we it come. really worth it? Here we come. And then you're just thinking about the milk and the dick and you're like, here we come. And you're like, no, this is not the direction I think anyone was trying to go with it. <laughs> or maybe it was, because that's a weird start, but yep. I loved it. Yep. It was one of those ones where I was like, I don't get it, but it totally works. I don't think this album should start any other way than that sentence. It's just perfect, right? Yep. I mean, it's a great conversation starter. And I like it because it's fun and like you can like right away you know, tell I, that they're like friends and like that they're telling each other like these stupid embarrassing stories, you know, like to each other and they're open enough to be able to do that. So and like they're boys cuz they're doing shit mm. like this. So this is the part where like I just wanted to ask the audience right quick cuz y'all are usually cool about answering these questions. Usually on track one when you're still watching. Mm. Yeah. Um <laughs> is that like a reference to something? Like the is that a thing? Like American Pie was a thing where you fucked a pie and we all knew what that meant? Yeah. Is this like a, an early 90s thing that I was like a single digits aged person and so trust me, nothing with that language was being played in my mm -hmm. life. Right. Um, anyway, then uh, there's a hook. Here we come. Here we come. And the beats like kicked in proper. I don't know how to describe it. It's got a good sound to it. But it is produced by Lord Jamar and Buckshot, which I thought was pretty cool. Yep. You know, I think it's cool that, like, as I'm looking at production credits now, a lot of these names are starting to, like, register, and I can almost recognize the style of the production. Uh, anyway, not there yet, but for all y'all that are waiting for me to get there, it'll come. Anyway, hooks I ate. Um, little interlude from Starang Wanda, who I believe is in the boot camp clique. And that whatever, and he's like, you know, yours truly, far from booty, staring, wonder, and basically does a little hyped up introduction, bringing you this thing, and it's like it's just you know fitting that we are here to hype it up, and, it, and you know it was a thing that remember we had commented on in previous reviews where it almost seems like at a certain point every album starts with somebody like bringing you in and saying introducing them, yeah, you count, and then rock rhymes. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, like what? Everything or just that? All of it. Whatever you want to say. All of it. Um, I mean, I think it's. I think it sounds really, really cool. I like. Uh, you know, you know. We already talked about the intro. Um, very I, good. I really like the the here we come, here we come. I like that, and it's. 
it, it sounds cool and it's clearly you know them kind of like ma like marking their way and like you know we're here here we come like get ready for us because it's going to be like crazy you know like once we like you know get in the game because uh, because this is their debut album so this is them like really like you know making their you know announcement and they're being introduced um you know like you said by starring and i like his sound um rock comes in and he's kind of got this like dark grimy sound and i am here for it it's so good do you know what i just realized what and honestly i had no idea what he lists all the song names of the album in this verse i didn't even catch that till right now oh really yeah because if we, I was just looking at it now, because when I got to the song, right, just so y'all know, I listened to it like three times and mm -hmm. I move on. So I was just listening right now. You ask for who I'm people, here's war. That's fine. For this, I'll pack automatic, full four. Like you were saying, can you just go on about his voice? We were going to say because it was fucking. Oh, it's just like dark and grimy and, and like, I like it. I don't want to cut you off there, but I did. Anyway, anyway, so fuck what you heard. Don't even speak about my fleet. I'm like, all right, all right. And Ruck, we don't give a wiggy, what now? And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that is a thing, the wiggy. That's a song on this album. Ain't none of y'all the tough, you could get your clans, posses, click. I'm like, oh, that's another one. Oh, yeah. snap, eh? Oh, we start smacking ruckus and rock cool. domes while we added G. My soldier's gone, psycho. At the madness beginning, enter the square. I don't know if that's, oh yeah, it is. Track, mm -hmm. track 10 is a square. We prowl, understand the plan is Operation Lockdown. That's pretty cool. I don't Sean Price, another track. Yeah. Let's slice that punk shit, you reppin' G. Jugs, Jewels, and Versace need therapy. So, what's actually really amazing hmm. about this verse as an intro is that it kind of. It kind of does what that Asaleon album did in the intro, where it like lyrically sets you up in a way to like hear all of the tracks and what they're coming through. But simultaneously, it's kind of actually like you, you it had a point before we realized that it was all the song titles, right? Like mm. before that, you were like ready to go, yeah, don't fuck with us. We coming in, we laying it down, and it all made sense, right? Without knowing it was the song titles making this entire thing like a double entendre in a sense that this album represents the concepts we're spitting using these song titles almost setting you up to give you a little something about what it's supposed to be yeah. and so coney sparks i feel you that's one freaking <laughs> hell of an intro like keep in mind i didn't have any of what i just said ready to go i literally just realized that hmm. as i was looking at it pretty cool so happy we noticed that yeah, <laughs> not being lazy and stuff. Anyway, then there's like Great, a little more yeah. introduction-y stuff and the chorus comes in and it's like a dedicated soldier say, here we come, and then here we come as our chant. Mm -hmm. So you're left with the impression that A-Rock and his flow is ridiculous. It's, it's well-written, as we just pointed out. It's mm -hmm. tough and it's grimy. It's intelligent. The, the beat has me like nodding and like it's like so cool and like the ad-libs are really fun in there too. I don't know what grade I gave it, but I was wrong. I gave it a very wrong grade, and now I'm honestly gonna have to give this a 4.75 because it's just, it's just maybe not my favorite enough to be a five. But it's fucking brilliant. I just upgraded my grade. I don't even do that a lot, but it's actually brilliant. Yeah, I also I, gave it a 4.75. I just, if honestly, Starring Wanda wasn't there, 
I know you guys might like that stuff, but sometimes I find these talky intros a little bit much. I liked his sound. I thought, was I thought it was a cool sound, but I feel like it's not my favorite. I'm allowed to be like, that's not my favorite. Yep, yep, yep. I'm giving it up damn near perfect, okay? It is one of those intros that I don't think I'm going to forget in the same way that a Leon little intro bit hit me like that. Mm. Like, it's really well done. I'm blown away. I'm actually even more blown away than I was before. Yeah, it's a really like solid intro. I really, uh, I really dig their sound, um, and like I think Ludacris, uh, uh, Ludacris. I think, I think Rock sometimes sounded like Ludacris. Sorry, I read. I think I, we should I, say Ludacris sometimes sounds like Rock. That's only fair. That's true because like sometimes I was like, oh, it almost sounds like like the similar sort of voice. Hmm. So I just noticed that as well. Um, so yeah, four point seven five for me. So. Yeah, that's really cool. I have to tell you one more thing about Rock's voice before I move on. Mm-hmm. It's in that vein of voices you never forget that, honestly, I don't know that anybody else quite sounds like him from a tonal perspective in what I've heard. Like, he's got this very distinct voice. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough about this track. You gave a grade? I yeah. think you did. Yeah. Well, the Letha Brains Blow. Allow me to be clear here. Sean Price, I don't think I can remember to say rock. So Sean Price sounds absolutely freaking ridiculously talented. His flow is impeccable on everything. But from a pure voice perspective, does rock not have like a voice that really yep. kind of stands the fuck out? Absolutely. I don't know if it stays like that forever. This is my, my only health to scale to experience thus far. But holy crap, like... This album had a sound that almost instantly like snagged me in a way where I'm like, oh, like really like, oh, this is very mighty. But how do you feel about this one? Because we both know I can talk for a million years. Um, like this is all just about like letting your brain go crazy um, and just kind of like be free and think whatever. Um, kind of like Rock uh, mentions that he is not a fan of the police. Um, Rock has like, or Sean Price has like his chance to kind of like shine on this one. And I, I say, I definitely agree with you because I found, um, you know, he's good, but Rock definitely stands out, um, as at least the better, more kind of like. I did not say better. I said his voice is more distinct. Okay. Don't pull words in my mouth, yo. No, no, no. Okay. Um, so yeah, anyways, their, their rhymes are, are both, are like, are both really amazing, honestly. Um, and they're both kind of mentioning that they're going to destroy you and, you know, that kind of amped up kind of stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I like the beat on this one. It was kind of like underground sounding and grimy, like that kind of feeling. So it was kind of like what you perceive from like the cover, at least that's how I did. Um, so I gave this a a 4.35. I thought it was cool, but I'm waiting for the good stuff. All right. So instantly I'm enamored with this. So I like both their flows, but more importantly, yeah. I like how their flows are different enough to, to really kind of create some versatility with it. So I don't really need have like Sean their... Price's voice to kind of sound as distinct because what Sean Price does with flow fuck me up. I don't really know how to describe the nuances of it, but he had this quick, fun rhythm to it. Whereas, you know, you feel with rock, it's more of a slow, hard, heavier hitting rhythm to it, you know. And I'm not saying that he doesn't flip it up to a dollar or anything. 
and they're just saying on this particular track so the way they complement it and i believe that the way they ad-lib each other too is really fun really complements it you know like in the middle of the first verse it's like uh the way he goes blowing up by the frame rock mr flips this shit's held to skelter where's the inflicta what that's dope yeah. i don't know what inflicta even means i'm hoping this genius annotation helps well it's probably like no, a it's just like inflicting pain so he's making up fucking words in a cool way that is coherent that's called slang dropping i i'm assuming don't don't judge me if i sound too white and corny um then the next one's up right by her side and that's about the next one i mean sean price or ruck comes in right by her side with my eyes on the posse i see duke and ray say you want to drop me plus he cleans he can burn me up and raps skits and then rock comes back and shit take it to his grill that's the punk way feel and it's just like oh i'm a sucker for some back and forth yo and that's what this first verse brings us i just i'm really into it man i just feel like you can all this picture them bouncing off of each other with this energy and they're just like yo this dude's talking shit more out here pussy type more i'm on flip see because i got enough slugs for your mom in my clip strip to your drawers run your door and your jewels tools cocked it in april first but i'm breaking full i was like oh that's some good wordplay right there i don't know why it just sounded aggressive the level of not give a fuck is proper and then the drop of april first things i don't know it's april fool's day it's an obvious line but it's clever enough that it's just unexpected dope almost adds a comedic value to this otherwise slap you in the face rhymes kind of like the glowing eyes on the album cover that's what that line feels like to me. Um, and anyway, Rock, you know, comes back in, you know, uh, don't know Jack, my flow's fat, so fat, my gat splat, at, who claimed that my shit's whack, you don't know, I thought you knew, too late, bitch, you blew it. Now I'ma bang your shit up like I was Lennox Lewis. I'm like, oh, damn it, references. I hate references, because I don't really know <laughs> half of that shit. So I'm assuming that Lennox Lewis is a person that bangs shit up. And it's clever, and I don't, it's fine i can google it after but then six seven eight so shit where's my nine so he's facing the opposition his response of counting up pull out the gun I'm like that's clever damn it's really fun i don't know i i mean i just think the way that they rhyme over this beat and the beats grimy the beats got this again head banking kind of darker uh theme to it um I don't know, the hooks, I let that madness begin and let it begin, let that madness begin and let the brains blow if you're grinning, which reminded me, that hook made me think of uh, how I could kill a man or something like that, I kind of yeah. kind of had that kind of energy going on to it, I freaking loved it a bunch, I don't know, Cypress Hill popped off of me a little bit, and then one of my favorite lines is, keep it real, my click roll thick like Hasidics. I was just like, it's true. Hasidics really do roll in thick clicks, man. And they keep their, they yep, got the yep. back tight, locked up, money in the community type stuff, don't even share. Like, there's a store downtown Montreal called, I won't say the name just in case, but it's a jeans store. And uh, they have like the illest jeans. And if they know you're Jewish, it's a different experience than if they know you're not Jewish, is all I'm trying to say. I guess. I'm just saying, this is the experience of that place. You've never heard a non-Jew talk about this place with a positive experience in my anecdotal Montreal. And as a Jew, I look forward to hitting it up at some point. Um, anyway, I liked it a lot. I like this just... I don't know the whole flow of this the way they come in lyrically I mean I, we could in theory go through every bar if you really want buying do lyrical breakdowns <laughs> let us know if you guys will actually click on that and watch it because but on the real I'm impressed by the work the wordplay and just I like hearing stuff like that mom dukes baked 
I don't know why. It's just like it feels like it's so not my language. Like I would never say that sentence, and it's kind of fun because it just rhymes real well. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't really have other stuff to say about this track. I think it's it's really just like you just feel them smashing you in the face with lines and like proving through like a tenacity where like like you don't necessarily feel like it's real like they're out there actually doing this stuff you feel like the lyrical power they bring is the equivalent of destroying you like you know toe to toe or blow to blow we could square you yeah, my brass knuckles make your knees buckle what i'm not trying to say they weren't toughening up fire shit i don't know maybe they're just literally being literal but i feel like lyrically it feels more like what they're rapping about is what the lyrics feel like as you hear them a little bit more than say other people anyway uh, i like the line la more flat out on the back than a slut do like he's so violent he knocks people out so frequently more than a girl who was promiscuous and as i understand it there are quite a few times in people's lives where ladies have had trains ran where many folk have been involved so that's a powerful line saying how tough he is especially because certain types of ladies may enjoy trains being ran no judgment it's you do you people out there okay anyway i really like this track i was very very happy to hear it it got me off guard it's the kind of stuff where like when you listen to it over and over again i feel like there's easter eggs every time like you just catch a little something new like you're not left for one. Every lyric is just kind of dope in its own way. Yep. And maybe it doesn't have to be like the most intellectually blah, blah, blah type stuff. But the way that they're spitting it shows how smart they are. But also like, man, I could just feel like you're drunk in the middle of the night screaming Sean Price lyrics at the window <laughs> because you fucking feel in a certain way. Like this is just dope, man. I don't know. 4.5 on 5. Well. Understand. Yep. I recognize who he is. I don't know why my grammar is so like that. I get made fun of when I do that at work. All right, Bonnie, tell us what you understand from this song. Well, um, war is everything outside of your door. Mm. And um, they were from, or are from, um, were from, I guess, uh, Brooklyn in like the early 1990s so I can imagine that it was kind of like a war zone um, and so like he kind of talked or they they talk about like you know that they're gonna be killing you with lyrics but um, mentions that you know they also have a gun so if necessary you know they have the protection um, I found that Rock really stood out on this one. Uh, again, like you know, I really like his his style and um, his sound. Like it's just like really like distinct, as you mentioned. Uh, the beat is super smooth on this song. I really like that. Um, and just kind of like talking about like how like crazy shit can happen to anybody in the hood because crazy shit is happening all around you, and somehow or another you could just you know walk by and then end up you know. A witness or killed or shot or whatever blah 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 like you know like all these things that are happening or arrested or whatever else you end up have you know happening whatever's going on around you i guess um and uh, i like that they mentioned timbaland boots because i'm pretty sure like uh in like my like hip-hop history knowledge um somewhere in my brain that timberlands uh were like like originally um worn in in Brooklyn, uh, you know, because of like hip hop, 
and like you know has now spread to a multitude of places including here in montreal in that book uh the wu-tai manual riz is like you basically have to wear tims is one of like the two accepted or walla walla something shoes those are mm. the two accepted shoes you can wear in the wu army oh, well there we go also so, i realized that an off-white black timbaland edition velvet boot would be 1365 i didn't even realize Tim- tims could be that expensive anyway go on i mean yes i mean that's pretty much um that's pretty much it's all it's all i have to say they're representing uh, brooklyn they're kind of just kind of saying like where they're from you know where they're at and um i really liked it i thought it was nice um it was really easy to listen to like i said before like the, the beat was just like smooth and it was just it was fun i liked it and i give it a 4.5 on 5. i feel like as much as they wanted you to understand their environment is tough there was one more thing to understand oh when help to scale to only mean war it also means don't mess with them yeah because literally like the whole the whole track is kind of like this it's, is it's, this is your warning you better understand that the due respect is dude guy don't don't come at me please mr rock <laughs> rock whatever Ruck. It's confusing because there's literally a one difference. Rock, ruck, rock, ruck. It's it's a little hard to keep track a little bit. Mm, I managed. Uh, you're better than me, okay? <laughs> uh, no, but for real. Um, Heltis, I, I, I really like how uh, Mr. Price starts as or just Heltis got to start storming your life a dreaming this morning. I'm warning people who jail my name rings bells like a dormant. A warrant for the arrest of a militant menace who serves head like tennis with words that diminish. But just the, the way he flows the warning thing and then adds like the other rhyme scheme in. So like, you know, storming your life a dreaming this morning. I'm warning. And then holds it for a little bit. People who jail. My name rings bells like a dormant. Bringing it back in and like close it in. I think that's really fun and really good to listen to and then jail bells kind of i don't even know what jail gel is i don't even know what that freaking word is i'm reading it off of genius um anyway i just love the way it flows the kind of and then who is this for getting swift with this pugilist i'm like what's a pugilist in fact i don't even remember what it meant i'm pretty sure i looked it up so let's learn together yeah. it's a boxer especially a professional one i I'm learning language off the guy. I, Pretty cool. That is literally... Okay, so one of the ways I measure a good book is if it taught me like five or six new words. Already, we learned a fake jargon word and a real word. That's two. And it's an album. That's really cool. I really enjoy hearing new language like that. I just the way he like flows it in. He's a pugilist equipped with the lyrical gift to flip scripts. People duck sick, don't want to touch with the rough. This rut kicked, break bones, boys like Roy Jones. I don't know who that is. Decoys roam, but they can't mess with my people. And I'm just like, damn. And he's fast-paced with it. I feel like he's just chopping me a little bit with his little <laughs> lyrics there. He's pugilisting me. And I like it. It's really got a cool thing. And that hook, man, when you get the I beat a R-O, he beat a R-U, and then they flip it, and you're like, oh, that camaraderie. It's freaking proper. I don't know what happened, and I believe they split up a little bit later on. But still, love it. And then Rock comes in with his verse, and it's the same kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I tell ya, before I have to belt ya, so hot the heat might even swelter or melter. I nailed ya, tried to te- tried to yell, but who he felt the shell. Now I hell wonder who's held the skelter. Oof! Again, man, the rhyming that they're doing here, I really like it. Like, on a technical level, this is fun. This is like syllable compounding in a way that is geeking me out, and, and it's really cool. And I, it's like it, it's to the point where I care a little bit less about what they're saying, 
just because I'm just feeling that flow and I'm riding it like mm-hmm. that. So, on top of that, it's it's also really clear what they're saying. Um, don't fuck with us. Yep. And I can break it down into a sentence, but the way they're saying it is just <laughs> ridiculous, right? But it's the kind of ridiculous where, look, we, we've covered hundreds, probably over a thousand songs where the core essence is don't fuck with us. Yeah. And this style of doing it really stands out to me. Like it's a quality level of lyrical tightness flowing, but also like creative and interesting to listen to, you know? Mm-hmm. I really respect that. And then sh- stuff like, like glass and then you hear shattering, you know, like that's cool use of like proactive effects and whatnot. And then we get some back and forth on the next verse. I was looking to see if there's anything like super dope that caught my eye. Um, it does totally get dated with lines like the rock now you gotta get away like bobby brown and i'm like oh yeah bobby brown was a guy <laughs> i know that to some of y'all that might be weird but like has bobby brown had any sort of relevancy in our adult life i don't think so me neither um and then it just flows out and then understand that if i'm disrespectful i suppose that i'll catch the backhand or the timberland i don't really want that so kudos y'all wrote another great freaking track in my opinion super awesome another 4.5 i feel like already i'm riding this album at like this okay i can i really respect this shit like i really respect why coney sparks was so adamant that we should talk about this album because it's good but it's like really good mm-hmm. not to say other albums aren't really good but like this one is like really good in a way that i happen to really like not usually it's not usually i respect it over here and i'm like yeah i'm gonna put that on again that happens a lot doesn't matter which ones this one is hold on i'm gonna be putting this one on for sure because like yo pugilist that's a sick word anyway well who's who that it's bonnie that's the answer so this one brought me back in time a little bit Meaning, I remember days where you would walk into a room and hear, Yo, put the freaking towel back by the door, son! It's it's actual things that have been said to me in my life, being the last person to enter the room, not being aware of the towel. The purpose of this towel is marijuana is being consumed in the room, and there's a certain odor. Now, you may notice that at the bottom of doors, often, there's a little gap. You put the towel, it blocks it from leaving a little bit. Mm. How effective is it? More effective than you'd think. Put the damn towel on the door, folks. I mean, on the floor. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Then they come in, and then the beat starts playing, and then it just sounds like both of them kick a little freestyle, you know? You know? Yo, let's kick some T-A-W-L to the Sean. Drop bombs, make me holier than Qurans or Bible. Sean's the idol upon my arrival. On earth, I was blessed at birth with these fucking recitals. I'm like, oh, he's doing it again. He's dropping religion bars in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that not only can he, like, flip it all, but he can make something super intelligent, like, you know, dropping the, these cohesive... Um, you know, really just the Bible flowing into the Quran, you know, you know, bringing he's your idol, which is also tying into the religious. Stuff. And yep. I thought it was super, yep. super cool. And then uh, Rock comes in, does his little verse. It's totally fine. And he does have a good one, too. Rappers be acting like they're queer. They need to stop this. Man, based on their definitions, holy crap, they did not go in that direction. <laughs> or I attack from the rear and make your lock twist like titties. 
when broads take off their brassiere, you'll drop quick. Right, let's stop for a moment. Brassiere is a pretty high like level word to be throwing into the middle of something where he's attacking you from the rear. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Let's be real. That's awesome. So he's teaching dudes better language, right? Because mm -hmm. that word, when other dudes could drop it around a lady, would make you seem a little more cultured and smart. So you're listening to it like, yeah, I'm attacking you from the rear, make you a lock twist. Like, tease when Brassier got the bra you're like, Brassier, that's, that's a new word. I just think it's funny because he's attacking them from the rear, but then he's like accusing them of being queer. I'm like, that seems like a queer move. You would, you know, come from behind if you know However, what I mean. However, you do twist titties after mm. you take off the brassier, and a lot of ladies happen to like a nice little titty twist, a little chokey choke, a little fun action going on, and it makes them wet down there so they drop quick. Oh! Swimming up in your subconscious. Oh! Okay, anyway. <laughs> I just liked it a lot. It was really fun. And he says punani puke. I never heard that before. That was an alliteration move I'd, I'd never heard before. Yeah. It all flows real well. I really like that. Anyway, um, I don't know. This one wasn't 100% like a full song to me, but as far as like skit interlude fun little thingies go, because keep in mind, the setting is they're freestyle and we're smoking a blunt. This yeah, is pretty basically. cool. I'll give it a 4.25. Yeah, I mean, because it's only like a minute and 44 seconds. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. They're smoking weed. They're trying to hide it. The towel under the door. They're taking the batteries out of the fire uh, smoke alarm. Um, and they're just freestyling. They mention that it's New Year's Eve. Um, and then somebody shows up, but they don't let him in. And it sounds like somebody that you don't want there or they don't want there. Um, oh, the knock sounds at the like end. A, like a whiny bitch at the door or something. Well, it's just the person didn't, because you got to have a code. So you can mm. get in. Like, maybe... He's like, you're not cool enough to get in. You're not... You don't have to code. Yeah. So, I mean, it's well done. Um, I agree with you. I also gave it a 4.25. All right. Um, the next one is simply named after a legend. Mm -hmm. A true legend. I want to say that now, having only heard two projects. True legend. Sean Price. Mm -hmm. I would just like to say... I don't see a huge difference between the weird pitch shifty effect the, that he puts on his voice when he's saying stuff like auto meet my peeps, the like to that whole part there, like that effect and okay. auto tune. Y'all can act like there's a whole bunch of differences between the two, but like from a technical level, there's not. Like sound effects is part of hip hop from way back from what I can tell. And so maybe if the dude is enunciating, we shouldn't call everything auto tune mumble rappers. I'm not saying y'all do that. I'm just thinking out loud for everybody that does do that. Because I think a lot of y'all don't do that. But if you do, it's just something to consider. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Because that was what popped into my mind. As does every time I hear a rapper from the legend era being totally okay with sound effects when it's appropriate. Oh, you could argue, but he does the whole... Who cares? That It's not the point. It's a, it's a device that some artists can do and use. And it's cool. If the guy... If, anyway... My thoughts on that. They're just two different things, but it's just, why are we so okay with pitch shifting, but so against auto-tuning in any way? It's weird to me. It's weird that we draw this, this funny little line. On that note, I think it is so clever how this song starts, because after the line is who's knocking at the door or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm not sure anymore who's knocking at my door, door, other, you know, I'm like, he, he sounds 
He's one of those dudes where you know he doesn't. He's not a good singer per se. <laughs> but this sounds amazing. Like in light of that, like it sounds like you can do what he's doing in a good way. Yeah. And I really love that this little thing, you know. And then, then he starts his verse. Some say Sean Price is the nicest on my devices, but power which make me more mightier than ISIS. Try this, that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know why, but that is one of the nicest. It's a good word. Anyway, yeah. But yep, starts yep. to a verse, just the way he spits it, ever. Like, that is a really good start to a verse. Like, the, the attitude, just the overall delivery, it really stood out to me. And then there's that line about ISIS, which is not... What we would think it is, it's apparently a reference to a live-action superhero television series, The Secrets of Isis, starring Joe Anna Cameron. Anyway, it's just... But I think Isis is also like an Egyptian god, so couldn't they be mightier than Isis? amulet on the show, and when they had a catchphrase, Almighty Isis, from that show... So this is okay. Of, all right, all right. One of those things where you're like, I am way too young to know what the fuck that is. Anyway, the way he flows it through is just ridiculous, you know. Picture you trying to break through my path, my ape blast, all you fucking snakes in the grass, go to hell with angel dust. Plus I bust the devil's lance. I'm like, oh, that's some clever drug wordplay mixed in with the angel and hell and whatnot. Yep. Like. Because the truth is, a lot of people on some PCP made some people go to hell. Just throwing it out there. With lyrics that come from the tip of the tongues and now you strong. Sean Sparks like John Stars in the fourth quarter. Either way, it's just really amazing. It is, from a phonetic sound point of view, one of the illest verses ever. Not saying it's like, I don't have a grading system for that. Like, really, it's just, it stood out to me. It hit me so nice that, like, I understand. Then Illinois is there, and he's all right. But I'm still, like, feeling Sean Price, so it's, it's really hard to follow that verse. Mm-hmm. He does a good job. I'm not trying to take away from it. But Trump Starks hit from the dark, resubmerge. I'll splurge on herbs with verbs and the usage of my words. Just doesn't hold a candle to Sean Stark. Okay? I'm just saying. Yeah. And it's a good verse otherwise. It's proper. I don't really have a lot more to say about it because it's just not as good. Then, word is Bon Jovi. Don't know me. Hoes blow me. Show me affection for constant erection. And I'm like, even that Sean Price verse starts in a memorable way. Because Bon Jovi also got lots of fellatio and probably had a constant erection getting constant affection. So I like the fact that he's choosing to aim high with his uh, groupie ad- aspirations. Like, it's a smart choice, right? Yep. Like, Bon Jovi, lots of ladies still love him to this day. They're the same girls that loved him 20 years ago. Yep, that's true. But that's a good aspiration. That's some loyal girls willing to go down on you. My direction of pistols pointed at on Bristol. All who thought it was fun to pull guns and issue my dismissal, but you can handle this like a scandalous with cannabis and is my system, which make me more odd than Tony Randall, bitch. I don't know who that that is, but again, I, feel like I know the name Tony Randall. I feel like 
just listening to the way he rolls these rhymes around and basically kind of goes consistent with on the one hand girls fuck me on the other hand y'all are not going to be able to keep up with what i bring to the table it's just magnificent it's just awesome it's honestly like yeah look how we cut out that little verse in the middle that wasn't equally as awesome as the other two verses this would have been a five but illinois pulls it out of five zone in a 4.75 zone because yo the chorus is wonderful the beat is wonderful this is one of the best songs on the album in my opinion as much as you might say rock stands out a lot on tracks in terms of voice i don't think he has this the flow that's this chopping it in such a small way like that <laughs> well all right um i mean i thought it was really cool i really liked um rock on this one i thought it was like i don't know if like i think it's cute that like they use the name or cute i guess um it's cute yeah i that he uses the name rock but then like he he's talking about himself um and like how great he is and he's smooth he's grimy he's fun to listen to um i i really like the beat uh, and there's like a use of like a, a harp or something like in there and i thought that that was kind of like unique because you don't often hear a harp um and uh, illinois is also like not my favorite uh kind of sound but uh he's basically like his lyrics are just shooting at you like bullets like that's kind of like what he's talking about whereas the other one's slicing you up with like a sword yeah it's a little bit more direct um and i liked uh some more like i don't know i, I wrote down some of like brock's um lyrics that i liked due to circumstance and, and lyrical advances another man die why because of my verbal enhancement transmit lyrics over my mental highway i say what i wanna smoke marijuana gonna hit you with the verse so blank nurse your fucking wounds boom in my system keep me in time with the tune so i thought that that was like really cool like the way that he like i mean obviously i don't do it justice um but i thought it was like really well done the way he uses like his like rhyme play and um just like the whole like flow of it and like kind of what he's talking about like i liked all of it like the whole package um yeah yeah um <laughs> and uh there was sort of like a weird noise at the end um like on the beat which i was kind of like okay that was a little like weird um i don't know I, th I i think that they're definitely having fun with their music they're not taking it so so seriously but they are still impressing you every single time um i, I liked it i like rock i gave this uh, a 4.35 on five Alright, so to the other YouTube reviewer clicks out there on the internet, I don't even know if you exist. It seems to be like we're a crew and everybody else is solo fucking people by themselves reacting and stuff. But yo, where, where's your clans? Where's your posses? Where's your crews and clicks, yo? Bring it! Yeah! Something I like want to say about Rock's flow that is really, really crew, cool, cool, is um. The way he can really manipulate his individual BPM almost in his rhythm. Like he'll come in and be like, I be, and I'm just guessing a bit here, so if I get it wrong, I be the drama bringer, bringer of a, you know, like how he like goes a little bit slow and then goes quicker. And he does it with this level of control that I really admire. I really think it's like, it's a That's complete true. compliment to the style that Sean Price is bringing to the table. Like these guys are so well matched together that when we get to this track uh, i mean you got to keep in mind 
I was sitting there going, this album is pretty amazing, but I hadn't heard it yet. I hadn't heard the song that would make me go, oh shit, that's it. And then I heard this song. And this song just took like everything the other little songs did before this one, not to say it a little bit. And it just, it just does it better. The beat's better, the hook is better. Just the little intro sets you up. You know, these people coming in, the whole squad of them, everything, they can't handle it. You know, I'm gonna come prove the points to you. We, we coming in. And then they just go back and forth the whole track to that, like, you know, hook coming in, clans, posses, crews, and clicks. All oh, y'all bitch can suck my dick. It's just like, that's, that's blunt. Yep. Y'all, every one of y'all. Mm-hmm. And then can't none of y'all to it. fuck with me and my man. It's just like we have the camaraderie with this dude by my back. We gonna fuck shit up and then just dropping ill verses the whole way through. I mean, this one is a lot. It's, it's more than the bars. It's just the overall flow delivery that got me fucked up on this one. Because they're coming at it just so strong. They're bouncing off each other, right? Like rocks verse you know i want time for your mind one time for the snitch dropping down me now i hear you whine with my nines to your spine climb this rocky mountain energy from my fountain and i like that just look at how it goes climb this rocky mountain so he starts the the little bar there by referencing the rhyme scheme of the previous bar yeah and then introduces the new rhyme scheme in the same bar and it's almost like forgets about the old one and now we on the mountain pounding fountain you know so don't be found in my clutches if you don't know who sparsky is then you don't know who dutch is because in your mind because they used to be called sparsky and hutch and in your mind you heard hutch even though he doesn't say you heard hutch and then you get the subject you get subverted with the dutch and you're like this is so good don't get snuffed kid we anyway it's amazing so then he ends it who's the first to see blackness like the universe and then rux just like yo fuck that they better start running for shelter. Live and direct from the nine to that. From hell to skelter. Word them up. I'm murdered ducks who never heard a rock. And I'm like, lyrically, I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling Sean Price this whole album. Like, I feel like his, his word plays a little more my cup of tea and dopeness. Delivery-wise, yo, they're even here. Like, from a... Because, like, it's not always, like, the word plays the only thing. Sometimes you just, you're just listening to the song and you just feel like, yo, they just... The energy's bouncing here is perfect. Like, there's nothing that could be changed here. I just happen to, to, to feel a little more like Sean Price is more of the geeky, nerdy. Not that he's geeky or nerdy, but his rhyme appeals to the geek nerd in me. Anyway, it's just freaking flows, eh, man. I be never sloppy. I be Roxy. I rock heads from bed rock to you go Slavy up. Oh, we did that. I'm like... <laughs> That is so fucking dope, man. Basically, everything about the way he fucks with the language is simple and keeps the things going and just... For those of you young kids who don't know, Yugoslavia used to be a country. Yeah, it's not a country no more. <laughs> um, anyway, robbing you and your clue bl- blind. Yeah, we do crimes. Find that ass a new spine or a new behind. Now you whine, but you stop the crying like screw face. I in the mood to bash your eyes in. And I'm like, damn. It's just harsh. It's just like, shut up, stop, or I'm gonna fuck you up. Yep. And then, freaky like a golden shower with my golden bowels. I'm like, damn, rock. <laughs> damn. I hope his poop isn't like a rock. Damn. <laughs> damn, indeed. Well, I think I got it backwards in terms of the lyrics. I think I actually got rock and rock mixed up on this one. I'm real sorry, folks. I still stand by Sean Price being more interesting for the album. I just think <laughs> on this track I got it mixed up. But yo, that Golden Bowels lines, I see 
the guiding light for some insight. Freaky like a golden shower when my golden bowels hit instrumentals get influential like Colin Powell. Get it? Because Colin Powell is the at the time the black politician who, if I'm not mistaken, the media set him up like he speaks correctly, therefore he's intelligent. Anyway, but he's influential, but his name has literally got colon in it, so it ties to golden. Yeah, no, I'm still geeking on that shit. It's a little more grotesque. I can't help it. Everything about these guys are great, man. I don't know. I really I'm really feeling it, man. Yeah. I'm feeling it a lot. I'm murdered duck. It's too good. There's still more verses too. That's the best part about this. I like the wrestling shit. Suplex your grand pops, then corn, then like corn, I pop shit. I'm like, that's fucking great, man, because corn pops and he's popping shit, like, you know, violence or rhymes or whatever. Can't flush fucking us with us, get smacked like hawk spit, like, whoop. I'm like, that's. That's amazing, cause like the spitting is also like hot, like you just feel the intensity. I'm like, this is really clever, man. Good job, Rock. You also have great rhymes. I don't know what earlier me on this track was talking about. And Rock comes in again, man, and just kills it again at the end, and it's just, it's just awesome. This yep. sounds like a five, like I said. It's really cool. I don't know. I could just keep gushing line by line through it, but it's pretty, pretty dope what do you think yeah i mean i i also i mean i really like their their flows on this one i did like the way that they like played up um using like kind of like the last person's and uh, kind of like end of like their verse sometimes and like kind of like carrying like the story through i like that it's kind of made me think of like i don't know i feel like you had to do that in high school like somebody had to start a story and you had to like keep going with it i don't know i thought that was kind of fun um it definitely sounds a little bit more uh underground and a little bit more creepy this one like the beat i was like it took me like i I wasn't like the biggest fan of the beat for this one but i still like i liked it but i thought the lyrics were definitely like the the show like the star of the show i guess um and they're also talking that they're not about gangs like that's you know and they tell them to like fuck off like they don't want to be part of that life like that's not what they're here for um like they're tough and they can stand their own ground and they don't need to be involved in any, any of that stuff. Like they can kind of fight for, for themselves. And I think that's also um, what they're talking about in terms of music as well. Um, you know, even though they have their own crew and their friends and whatever, obviously that, you know, kind of pitch in. And as you know, we'll see kind of throughout, um, you know, other guys that get involved. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I like this one. Um, it's nice. Uh, and like, the, like, like you were saying, like the, the they just kind of like kill it with the lyrics like they're really good um it's a lot of i don't know it's really like well done uh so i mean pretty good i gave this a 4.35 on five all right so if you were to say to me though from a content perspective do you feel that like the album's been super versatile and i'm gonna have to say up until this point the main thesis has been we are ridiculously tough and strong Mm -hmm. and ill mcs with lots of prowess and you might be going hmm is that all these guys can bring to the table if so i guess i'm gonna have to go to therapy i mean like the the concept of the song really caught me off guard like because my feelings coming into it were a little bit like i was mocking before we started talking about this but this song has a really great like concept really structured in to almost take a lot of stuff and add a different lens to it but i feel like instead of me just gushing through it you should talk to us about this one um so yeah it, it is pretty interesting um 
like you know so he is uh, or ruck is there um to see uh, a doctor to see you know he's he's the patient um and uh ruck kind of seems like not fully into it like at first he kind of starts off and he's snoring and he's just like you know he's just there for whatever um and then you kind of get into it a little bit more and then it's like just like the therapy session between Dr. Kill patient who is the doctor um and Ruck and I I have a feeling that maybe they don't necessarily believe in therapy or maybe don't believe that it works for them or that they need therapy for whatever reason um but like that's just kind of like my impression here um you know, like I said, so I, and he kind of mentions that, you know, or he's, you know, confessing or talking to you or whatever it is, um, that all he thinks about is violence and he can't stop. And like, it's, it's, you know, it's all the time. Um, and, you know, kind of, he just kind of gets asked like the standard questions, like, you know, were you touched like when you were a child? Um, you know, and he says, no, he wasn't involved in any of that. And but he was involved in gunplay and he had, you know, maybe seen some violence. Um, and then kind of like, I thought, I thought that like, I don't know, as I listened to the song, it, it felt like it kind of changed a little bit, but, um, it sounded like at first, like he wasn't like the doctor wasn't really listening to him. And like the doctor was kind of like warping the truth, uh, to make it sound a little bit more like stereotypical or whatever, like kind of fits into like the, the narrative, I guess that's what he's talking about. Um, and then he, he mentions also like, you know, that this is, you know, that a friend, a friend was killed. Um, and like this was, you know, kind of a low point in his life. And, um, that's kind of like what this is all about and why maybe he feels like he needs therapy. But then at the same time, like this sort of thing is affecting a whole lot of people and, and communities. And it just kind of like spills out into everything. So, um, the, the story was a little bit weird, but like, really? I don't know. Like, I thought it was a, like, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit like. I thought it's satirical. Yeah. But, but like, like, it was very honest and like very so, like pointed. But I think like it's pointed in a sense where I believe that the purpose of this track is for rock to describe how ultimately music is his therapy. Yeah. Is the whole point of it, Like, right? because that's exactly it. Like, he, he's using this. He's telling his story through the music. And, like, that's kind of... But there's just of... so many interesting parts of this, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't matter if I'm dead, sober, I'm banished, strange, I'm not insane, or at least I don't think so. Or am I? You think so, Doc? Truthfully, I don't know. So what do I do? I go to ask my... Uh, go to my crew and ask for help, but they ain't no help. They're going through the same shit they damn self. Mm -hmm. I think that line really resonated with me because it's like... It's happening, like, everywhere in the community. But it's like sometimes you hear lines, and one of my favorite things to do in life right now, um, I realize you can't see me at this angle, is to uh, compare corporate America to the stuff I hear in these songs. And sometimes, and I'm not saying about now if any of my corporate people are watching, but sometimes you're in a situation where everybody kind of just feels this helplessness and so you all kind of complain to each other, but like nobody's helpful in that moment because you're all kind of going through the same thing and you're all kind of feeling the same level of powerlessness and whether it's violence that you're coming to or maybe it's something else. Um, I like the universality in the message, right? Because, yes, in his case, it's about violence. So he looks deep into the mind of a crook and then it kind of describes a little bit of how he ended up, you know, kind of documenting his story. 
And then he's just like, fuck, I don't want to, you know, blow his top. I don't want to have a bad situation happen. Mm -hmm. So then Rock's like, yeah, see that leather sofa over there? Sit back with a six-pack and a spliff that I have your mind twisted while we chit-chat. I think that, and I'm just, again, the rhyming is like, ah, we should start with this session. And then ask the bank, again, those kinds of questions. And, you know, you know, basically points out how... He needs to stop fucking with the crack rock, you know, as in selling it, is what I believe. And he's like, yo, I don't smoke it. I don't have that. He's like, yo, I can tell because you're acting funny like when blacks get money. And that's an interesting line, too, because, I mean, I've seen some memes where you're like, damn, that's what you did with the money? Like, there's that. I feel like Dave Chappelle did a pretty, like, popular skit. There's just one that always stood out to me where the dude had, like, polo everything in his bathroom i'm like maybe that's like hype but like that's your bathroom that's that's a lot of money for a bathroom anyway maybe i'm just not understanding because i don't have those racks and i'm not trying to be a hater i'm I'm genuinely confused by your priorities if that's what you choose (laughs) to spend I'm, i'm genuinely confused i'm not I'm not trying to judge. I just don't understand it. Okay. Anyway, then he points out to Scar, like, you know, he's like, dude, just tell me what's going on. And then he goes back and he describes a little bit, you know, as I think back to the 90s, that's when life got extra grimy, multiply with a fleet behind me. Wasn't smart to try me. Physical fam gave less than a wit, it gave less than a which added on to the 80s anger tearing through my inner city, you know, it's all becoming clear. I always feared I'd have to pay the rate to us out of here. And basically what we hear, see here is he grew up in the 80s and in the 90s he comes into fruition. He's got a little gangs and it's almost like they transformed themselves kind of like, you know, into these superheroes who could fight, who could handle the situation and hide the inner person of who they are. So they would take dope clothes and, you know, did some bad stuff. And it was, you know, a little bit of a bad, it's you not know, like nobilizing it. He's just saying this is kind of how it went down. Uh, and then, you know, any thoughts of hope or rehabilitation were killed when I lost my fill. It's been downhill ever since. They ain't nobody helping me. So I came to you to doctor kill patients with therapy. So then we find out at a certain point he loses a buddy of his. And this causes a deep pain inside of him that makes him feel that anger from the earlier situation that we had. To which we get down to uh, Mr. Price ending us with bust a prognosis better yet do have a dosage of prescribed poetry that people perceive as potent. Oh, that's a nice line. But it's a lot of what it is. It's like take all of this, you know, uh, and, and use it, which is literally what they're doing here in yep. this very song, saying, and you can relate to this in, in ways. Maybe your environment isn't exactly that. But I think one of the number one things I tell almost everybody going through every little thing is to write it out or to create in your own way. Because sometimes people don't write. But that's what he's saying here. But he's saying it so eloquently. Bust the prognosis. Better get do Cappadocius a prescribed poetry that people perceive as potent. I love alliteration. And that's well done. I've been going through your file and I find a conclusion that you're destined to be the best in this world of confusion. You lose when you fall victim to evil ways. I know crime pays, but the rhyme slays nowadays. Take two of these and if you have a problem at all, I'm on call 24 hours to brawl. Word is bond. And so... Yes, you feel pushed into a certain lifestyle. Maybe it looks a certain way and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows that kind of, I guess, tale at this point. But to end it with saying, but you can be great and you can create these amazing songs that people will connect to and feel a way for. 
and that's the better solution and you can even look at the proof you know you'll do better in the rap game than you will in the other games and i'm like damn that's really strong that's really cool i give this another five on five it is truly remarkable to me it is like a next level like experience as far as tracks go hmm. well maybe i didn't get it like i felt like i listened to it well i mean i listened to it a couple times um more than a couple times um and i don't know maybe i just like it just went over my head um but yeah i mean i definitely like it's obvious that he, like you know he's going through something that he he is hurting um, and like this is like his outlet and I thought that that was really cool and in terms of like just the overall sound I didn't really um, think it was my favorite but I think the message is really good um, I give it a four on five. All right, I appreciate everything you said there. On that note, everybody, uh, it's getting a little bit past the we're allowed to record in the apartment before the neighbors might call the cops on his time. Mm-hmm. There's still, I know there's track-wise more to the album, but it works out to being based on time. It'll probably be about this length when we're finished the second one. So we split it into two parts to make it a little more bearable in length for y'all. And Miss Miss Bonnie here. Yeah. Um, so I'll be MIA for like a little bit. So there's going to be a delay on the second half of this yeah. because I am getting my wisdom teeth out tomorrow morning. So, I mean, maybe if uh, I do something fun and magical when I'm like super high on like the drugs, um, we can put that on here. But, um, there you will be, a, there will be a minute where like, I'm just going to be like, <sighs> for like a week or so, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to like fully um, heal and get back into it. But and that will put a block on the second part of this review and any other bonding content but the dominic channel won't still be popping off mm-hmm. anyway got some stuff still planned out for y'all um so just appreciate your patience on when part two is going to come for the rest of the album and to bring me your, your chicken broth and all but, those uh, liquids yeah and uh, feel free to comment on this video as we will try to do is if We'll try to include everybody's comment at the start of part two as much as possible. Like, if this gets, like, a thousand comments, like, let's be realistic. But that's never happened. (laughs) So, more realistically, the seven comments, I'm hoping, (laughs) that this gets by then will be, like, you know, included. If this gets, like, 50, you know, that would be real cool. And I will, you'll, you'll make a recovering bunny feel amazing and we all know that positive feelings like good encouraging comments help you get to recovery quicker (laughs) you know what else helps bonnie recover subscribing to the channel and hitting that like button oh my teeth oh no and uh Anyway, special thanks to the patrons. <laughs> it's Mirka Dempsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Bards, DJ Black, Hurricanes, Linda Williams, Coney Spice. They all, they're all dope. This, uh, this episode is brought to you all in part by Coney the Sparks. The letter A. Because he's dope. No. I, I just moved past that. <laughs> uh, he wanted this one, and that's been really cool. Uh, so welcome to the Pitchin family, and this is, I guess, your next review with us. Um, so if you want to see that happen, you know what to do. Guy who keeps requesting at the beginning of our videos, Patreon. Uh, but no, for real, I know I'm being a little goofy, but they helped us get a new camera. They're going to be paying for our website, as I've been holding off on putting more things on my credit card. But come October, between Google and Patreon, I'll have enough to just kind of get a Squarespace for a year. That's a whole year of a website paid for by Squarespace who's not plugging me. And I'm going to go use somebody <laughs> like Philip DeFranco or somebody's free. Maybe not him because he's got cash. Some smaller creators. Smaller guy, yeah. Squarespace code. So if you've got a Squarespace code and you're watching this, how that's your boy. Um, and yeah, we're going to 
move it to websites which will help and then simultaneously we're going to expand the podcast to the audio only format on podcast networks so since those do have subscription fees honestly the patreon is going to be the difference between being able to do it right now and not which i know it sounds like little money but at a certain point it's nice to know that like it's not hitting you in a sense and the amazing fine people who support us like that are just that amazing fine people that blow our freaking minds every single time anyway that's enough of that i make music too i'm gonna be dropping an album soon so you can check out what i got in the description of this video bonnie's awesome have a great night everybody bye Bye. guys